Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. There we go. Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Coming to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, the one, the only, Mr. Darth Tuba. Will, how are you today, sir? Happy Life Day and happy holidays and bright suns, everybody. I'm doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm excited. We are awesome. only awesome. a week away till Christmas. and I know. I I'm... know. And uh, kind of a, maybe a little spoiler, Christmas is definitely one of my, if not my favorite holiday. I just love, love the whole atmosphere. Um, I'm one of those type of guys that likes to decorate. You know, I don't like to decorate, but I like everything being decorated. <laughs> um Usually, uh, kind of a uh, behind-the-scenes fourth wall breaking here, but um, a lot of our our arguments uh, have to do with decorating stuff. So, oh wow, <laughs> I am directionally challenged. Oh, this okay. will usually this will use this is usually a very common phrase in our house. Is no, your other left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I understand. So yes. we've came up with the the plan that uh, I go somewhere else, or I'm at work, and then they decorate, and I come home, and it's. Well, that is nice. Now I'm in the opposite. I I love to decorate. The actual job of de decorating generally falls to me. Mm -hmm. uh, my family does help. Um, we actually, you know, with our daughter living in Florida, we actually the last few years have been kind of timing. Even before when she was away, when she was in college, we taught we taught we. Uh, would time her home visit around Thanksgiving for when we would do all of our decorating because number one, it was, she just liked to help out and be part of it. You know, it's, it's just the three of us as a family. So we like to do, you know, do this stuff together. She feels like yeah. she's part of it. And then, you know, when it, she goes back to school or in this case, back to Florida, um, my wife and I are sitting on the couch and, you know, the day after Thanksgiving, everything is done and we're just, enjoying the holidays, enjoying everything. And there's no, the stress level kind of is not too bad. So, because we haven't gotten it done so early. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of doing it ahead of time. So, and, yep. and the holidays, um, you know, we're going to talk today uh, in a little bit about the holidays and Star Wars. And yes, you know, we've been talking a lot about Life Day and that is part of it, but you know, we're, we're just going to glance over Life Day briefly today because, uh, there's so many other ways in which Star Wars and this time of year um, have kind of become in tandem with each other. And, and, and it's something that a lot of families, a lot of people, people, especially people our age, can associate, you know, the holidays with the, the whole Star Wars franchise in, in an oh, odd yeah. way, in an odd yeah. way, which is what we're going to talk about. But you Definitely. mentioned something right before the show um, to ca talk about something a little bit more recent. And that is that since ever since the post uh, Disney acquisition of Lucasfilm, all, all but one of our Star Wars released movies have been in December, and two of them uh, on the, today. The we are at the anniversary of the actual release date, correct? The 18th is. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think it's last. Je you said Last Jedi and Rogue uh, One. Rogue One. Rogue right, there's been a lot of. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about Rogue One this week on on yeah. on the on the interweb, so um, that's fantastic. And I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, I remember when when they talked about having a Christmas release, everybody was was like up in arms. No, May 25th. It should be May. It should be it should be a Memorial Day release. 
But what about you? How did you feel about it? Um, I don't. I didn't. I, I didn't. My it gave. It was. I don't know. I never really gave it much thought about being a Christmas list. Like, oh, cool, we get Star Wars right. at Christmas. It was like a Christmas gift. Yeah, I, it didn't bother me at all either. I was I was completely fine with it. Uh, I think there was maybe a part of me being a teacher who's off in the summer. I might have a little bit more f- flexibility to go see yeah. a movie. But honestly, uh, I got out to see it as many times as I wanted to mm-hmm. in the winter months too. So it just didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but we had a routine, and again, as I said, our daughter was in college. So what we would do is um, it would always we always went uh, some friends of ours. We all got together. Always dropped on a Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. So we go see it. Um, they didn't. We didn't do people that you know do you go to the midnight show, guys. I don't do midnight shows. No, because midnight shows are really actually like twelve thirty shows after previews, and yeah. these tentpole films are two and a half three hours. So you get you're done at like three o'clock, and yeah. you're home by. I'm, I'm the closest theater to my house is about twenty five minutes away, so that's like really a half hour. So, and then you get to, you have to get up to go to work the next day. Oh. I get up at five. So yeah, yeah, no, we don't do midnights, but no, there was this one theater near us that did a seven o'clock show. That was the opening first show, seven o'clock PM on a Thursday night. So we'd meet with our friends. My daughter's still in school, but we would, my, my wife and I would go see it with our friends and you know, every movie since force awakens that came out in December, this is what we did. And she would come home for her winter break the next day, I would drive to. She was in school in Baltimore, Maryland. I would drive to pick her up, take her home, and then we'd either go see it on Friday night again, or we go see it on Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And um, I had to keep my keep my you know the three hour drive from Baltimore back to our house was gut wrenching because I couldn't talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> See, don't say anything. I don't. I'm, I'm having that trouble right now with another certain film that's out. That just, oh yes, that just came out. Every time I see anything with a little uh, certain uh, uh, menace to society, I always say, "I'm um, like, no, skip, skip." No, I know. I know. We're in the same boat. We're going down to see her at Christmas, and we just like, "We, I want don't don't see the movie. We're gonna see. We're gonna see it together because we always when we get together for our." Whenever for our visits, we try to catch if there's a Marvel movie that coincides with a visit. We try to see yeah. it together, and yeah. uh, we're in the same boat. But I'm like, oh my god, it's going to be a full week, and oh, then probably I another know. five days before we can actually see it. After yeah, I that, I don't know when we're gonna when when we're gonna be able to see it with Christmas coming up and everything I like know. that. It's like, oh, anyway, yeah, yeah. So the Star Wars uh, Christmas releases were always a lot of fun in here. Oh, we yeah. we actually enjoyed them. We got together. So, um, but yeah, it's like it's. Hard to believe it's been that many five years already since Rogue One. Rogue I'm just One. Yeah, crazy. Six since six years since uh, Force Awakens. I mean, you know, it's it's it, it feels like yesterday. You know, yeah. And like we so. said, it, I mean, that seemed to be you know almost a Christmas tradition for a while. Right. You know, Christmas time, a Star Wars movie came out. Yep. yep. Um, for a good, let's see, you had Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last uh, Jedi, and then Solo was a May release. Yeah, or and then back to Rise of Skywalker. So right. you had four of the five releases. Yeah. So yeah. and no. then yeah, pretty much yeah. Exactly. But didn't they do that? Didn't they do something similar with the Mar- with a lot of the Marvel movies too? Well, I think Marvel because they re- released so many that they would release them in the summer and in the winter. So. Yeah, that's true. yeah. Harry Potter, same thing. So you know. Yeah. All right, but all right. So I'm going to share my screen. Right. Okay. The people that are watching this or we or we re watching this can see. 
All right, share screen, share screen, Chrome tab, there we go. Oh, we've gotten much better at all of this. Okay, so what are we talking about? Well, first thing is the, got it. got it? Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about is how the, the, the relationship between Star Wars and Christmas kind of, now I'm, I'm going through this historically, but uh, it, you know, so we're going to start early on and then kind of move our way up to now. But there are some moments that kind of go back and forth. Um, 1978. Now, a lot of people say, well, wait, well, wait, well, you know, 1977 is when Star Wars came out. But, you know, as I'm sure if you've watched any documentaries, like especially highly recommended The Toys That Made Us on Netflix mm -hmm. talks about this. There was no toys available for Christmas release. In 1977, the only thing that they could have ready in 1977 was, you know, kind of peripheral things like puzzles, game board, like maybe game board games, things that were cheap, cheap, easy, and quick to make. Figures yeah. take over a year to make, so uh, it just they weren't ready. They did that whole empty box thing with the um, with the uh, figures that you know you, you got an empty box that said we'll be we'll get you figures in like you know, three or four months or whatever. But did you do that when you were a kid? Or no, you were too young, I think, right? I was too young for that. Yeah. yeah. I did not take part in that. But 78, now that was uh, that was a Star Wars Christmas, man, because that was when lots and lots of stuff started coming out, like the the um, Death Star Space Station. You had the blasters along with the action figures i remember in my these are these are photos i've picked up off the internet my i can't believe it or not i can't find any photos of my own childhood but i do remember that the ships and the and the play sets were all wrapped up under the tree and the figures were all in the stocking santa put them in the stocking so nice so there we go some other great ones there along with oh wow this kid got monopoly too <laughs> um and there it is he's got the he's putting together the uh the the droid factory which is always a fun one so um keep going keep going all right now I, as i said we can't we'd be remiss in 1978 if we get if we didn't talk a, again a little bit about the holiday special right um obviously this was we talked more about this you can go check out one of our previous podcasts about it um sadly we were we actually did a whole commentary on it but it didn't it got flagged but uh, so we're going to do that again next year, my friend. We're going to do it. Yes, we we're are. Gonna, we're just going to do just just an audio. No, no, no video. That's right. That. Right. So we'll be smart uh, next time. But, you know, it had the Boba Fett cartoon in it. It had, uh, you know, some, some some very popular actors like like B. Arthur and Harvey Corman. And got found in some interesting behind the scenes footage here. <laughs> and then there's Boba Fett, of course. I love that they actually built a Falcon, you know, <laughs> and and it's like I didn't think they would. They would I didn't even think they would go this far and make it make the outside there. It's kind of fun. So I was happy to find some of these behind the scenes things. You would think this would be like more stuff to, that would be erased from the internet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, are they? <laughs> so another thing that began around nineteen in the in the early seventies was the Lucasfilm Christmas cards. So, and beginning in the 70s and existing to this very day, 
you uh, you if you know you got on their mailing list like an, like any other business or you know person that worked closely with them, you would get a sent in the mail Christmas card. And sure. once the Star Wars films came out, uh, they utilized the services of artist Ralph McQuarrie, who was a concept artist on on um, all of the. Uh, Star Wars original trilogy movies, and he would actually put together some pretty, you know, fun Star Wars, usually Star Wars themed. It didn't necessarily be Star Wars themed. Uh, some, you know, once the Star Wars movies kind of took a hiatus, it, it would, there would be other properties. Right. But yeah, and and it's really cute art, really cute artwork. That was a 1978 card. Whoops. Here's a 1979 card. Now. I, one thing that's later has that later happened is in some of these cases, um, Lucasfilm and Gentle Giant uh, and even Sideshow have um, gotten together and created kind of action figures and statues and 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 you know things that mimicked these cards, which mm. is kind of they're highly cool. sought after and collected. I'm not showing them all, but here's another one from 1980. Um, I want you to take a good look at this one. It's got like Santa kind of warming himself by the fire with R2 and 3PO and a whole bunch of droids. We're going to come back to that one, okay, okay. for a reason. All right. Here's an 83 one and right after Jedi. There are the Ewoks. So yeah. moving way ahead, 1995, nice little cantina band, uh, Snow Globe. Got to love it. Max Rebo. Yep. Well, actually, no Max Rebo in that one. Just, oh. just, those are just the uh, Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. Oh. Then in 1999, you got, uh, you know, episode one came out. So here are all the pod racers singing Christmas carols. So I thought was really clever. 2002 is a nice Yo- um, uh, Yoda, uh, Yoda and, and the younglings. Or, uh, yeah. So. Oh, I like that. I know, it's right? It's really cute. Here's another one from 2009. There's a the um, this is a gingerbread cookie Clone War kind of idea, which I thought cool. was cool. Oh, wow, that's really neat. And 2020, of course. Oh, of course. You know, we had uh, got to have this. Now uh, you can look on. Uh, I'm sure you know if you look closely on on places on inter- on the internet, like on Twitter, um, they have a really cool card. I don't have it in front of me. But the holiday card for 2021 when it was sent out, and it was really cool. It was a um, kind of had a lot of different characters because this is the 50th anniversary of Lucasfilm, mm. so they had a lot of characters. It was a little bit of Star Wars, a little bit of Indiana Jones, Willow, and and with the Star Wars characters, they had a lot of different things, uh, including the uh, including Boba Fett and Fennec Shan. So mm. very cool. Whoops. Uh, I think that's okay. So people talk about the holiday special and how infamous and oh my God, but not too many people talk about this. This is a Star Wars Christmas album that was released in 1980 and it was called Christmas in the Stars. Have you ever heard this? I have not. Oh, this is a, a much um, more palatable uh, enjoyment than the holiday special in many people's opinions. I will say it is very childish. It's definitely geared towards children. 
Right. So, so the songs and the storyline um, are a bit um, nonsensical, but still kind of cute and fun and whimsical. Um, the premise of it is that uh, it takes place in Santa's workshop, or they call him S. Claus. And R2 and 3PO help in the ch- in the workshop along with all these other toy-making droids. And they're trying to help get everything ready for Santa. And they kind of have little, little, they talk about little things that go on. And, you know, at one point we learned that R2's never sung before. He hears singing, like caroling. He wants to know what it is. So 3PO sings him a song about caroling and utilizing the words all about, uh, yeah, the, the melody is uh, Sleigh Ride. And the, the, but the song lyrics are all about, you know, you can, you can do it R2, you can sing. And it was really, really cute. And the droids sing a song about singing Merry Christmas. And the, it, it's really good. I have the track list here. And, but I wanted to point out there's that same Macquarie art that was right. used in the album cover. And there's some, a couple of interesting things uh, that I'll say. You know, so, the, so the tracks are essentially uh, Christmas in the Stars, uh, Bells, Bells, Bells. Now, little thing. Uh, John, have you been watching Hawkeye? I have been. Okay. So there was a scene, uh, not in this last episode, I believe it was the episode before, where they went to the LARPers, like kind of a little holiday party. Yeah. Well, as the scene is changing, okay, into that scene, into the party, you actually hear the song, Bells, 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 sung by Anthony Daniels at C-3PO. And then it turns into diegetic music that you hear, like they're playing it in the background. Of course, you know they're like LARPers, so they'd be listening to the nerdiest Christmas album yes, they could course. find. Yes. So that I was absolutely blown away. And the funniest thing is that nobody knows about it. Like I, I've been posting it, and no one's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "You didn't hear that?" So, yeah, fun fact: bells, bells, bells. Recently heard diegetic music. Uh, another one that was uh, very popular, actually, at the time, was What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas When what He Already Owns it? <laughs> Sung by the Droids. It actually was released as a single um, in, in the 80s along with the, with the full album. R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, I think, was on the B-side. And then again, the song Sleigh Ride has different lyrics, and it's all about teaching R2 to sing. Merry Merry Christmas is a song by another one by the Droids. A Christmas sighting is essentially a different telling of Twas the Night Before Christmas by Anthony Daniels, talking about how they're making the they make all these toys and but they've never seen Santa Claus come and take them to go on his trip. And he talks about how he once saw Santa come and pack a sleigh with all the toys. It was kind of a reverse Twas the Night Before Christmas. Instead of coming and leaving the presents, it shows him taking them to begin his trip. But then at the end of the of the story, um, his son, Santa Claus's son, shows up because it's you know there's too many children in the galaxy to deliver all the presents, so uh, the son has to help, and he sings a song about the meaning of Christmas. So, as I said, it's it's very it's very cute. Um, and there's a couple of other fun facts that I will say. I sorry I couldn't I didn't include this in the photos, but if you look at the album ba- notes, you'll see that um, I had a couple of fun connections. Number one. Um, one of the people, they listed all the instrumentalists. It was a full orchestra playing, like a studio orchestra. And one of the one of the recorders, one of the people playing the reed instruments, the woodwind instruments, was Al Regney, who was the adjunct woodwind professor at my college. So I was like blown away. It's like At the time, I was like, oh my God, it's like I know somebody from Star Wars. <laughs> and on top of that, the there was a choir at the end of it that was a local school, high school chorus, the Bridgewater Raritan East 
high school chorus, which is just right down the street for me. It's, it's, it's now Bridgewater, Raritan, like totally combined the schools, but yeah. so that was fun. And then the most one that would, that would be more meaningful to everybody is that the producer of the album had his nephew, I believe, uh, working, you know, just kind of working and picking up garbage and sweeping up the floor in the album. And he was a bit of a singer and could, you know, carry a tune. So he needed some backup vocals, the, the producer. So he called his nephew in or said, hey, how about you uh, sing some backups and some maybe take a lead line here and there on this song? So the young man said, sure, I'll do that. And he sang, and I believe it was um, the R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas one, if I'm not mistaken. He sang backup. And if you look on the album cover, you'll see that his name was John Bon Jovi, later known as Bon Jovi. Huh. So that was one of his first claims to fame is this album. So huh. there you go. Just filled in, just filled your head with knowledge today, didn't I? Wow. So if we, you, yeah, if you get a chance, though, John, listen to the album. It's, again, it, you listen to it as if you're a kid, but yeah. All right. So, so yeah, like really go into the quiet years. Yeah, there was aside from the holiday cards in the '80s and '90s that might have had some Star Wars characters on them. You really didn't see much going on. Just like with action figures and stuff, there wasn't much going on. But then two things happened. That helped kickstart Star Wars and holiday crossovers with pop culture. This Heir to the Empire, Timothy Zahn. Yes. yes, and all of a sudden, Star Wars is back in the in the main. You know, slowly started creeping back into the main frame of society. And then this, which has absolutely nothing to do with Star Wars, but this little Hallmark ornament from 1991. It was a Star Trek ornament. From Hallmark. Now, Hallmark, in addition to greeting cards, is very much known for their ornaments. But up until 1991, they didn't have any ornaments relating to pop culture. All of their ornaments were Christmas-related, nutcrackers, rocking horses, like toy trains, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So they worked out a deal, I guess, with Paramount or Desilu and released this ornament. Now, this ornament was an extremely valuable ornament. It was... It was one of these things that was kind of like the uh, Tickle Me Elmo, if you will. Everybody grabbed them and were it was people were reselling them for hundreds of dollars. And to this day, they still un, un, one in the box un, unopened will command a, a, a hefty amount um, on eBay. So now, just to let just full disclosure, um, my family, you know, not me myself, but my 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 uncle and my cousin, they actually own a Hallmark store. So I had no shortage of ornaments. So uh, I was able to acquire these. But this was the first time that they had pop culture. That was 1991. Well, certainly if, in, in a few years, 1997, we finally joined with the Millennium Falcon light-up ornament in all of its beautiful glory. Oh, so fantastic. Okay. And then the next year, we had another one with Vader. This mm -hmm. one, you could actually have lights and sounds. And they even had miniature ones, these little tiny ones with that were less than an inch tall that you could put on like a small tree, R2 and 3PO. And by the way, these are just a sampling. Yeah. You know, You're and talking, it, I'm going to go get something real quick. Sure. Bring it back. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. 
surprise. Yes. So again, and since and after that first year or two, they essentially started releasing two ornaments and three ornaments, and now um, it's basically it's still going twenty five years later, and and beyond, and you will get uh, anywhere between five and as many as ten ornaments per year. So um, really, really cool. And you know, here's some. Let me kind of keep going here. Here's a 2005 one with Vader. Okay, many of them actually did. Uh, many of them these days, most of them do have sound and lights. Here's one from 2012. This one, they call it a room alarm, where it's like you put it on the tree, and if you turn it on, every time you walk into the room, it's like Vader telling you, no peeking at your presence or whatever. <laughs> nice. And, and it's funny because there are actually... There are literally like, and now I would imagine, I think like 10 of these that five between, well, maybe, maybe not 10, maybe like seven or eight. And they all, I don't even turn them on though, because they all activate at once. And it's hysterical. <laughs> they all just like yell at you to stop peeking, peeking, you will stop, you know, like Yoda and everything. So, well, this is what I, my little, hey, look at him. I love Chewie. Little yeah. Chewie. The, well, I'm going to talk about. I'm going to get to like the other like non Star Wars. Oh, but that one's a Hallmark one. I know that. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it does doesn't it say light? Hallmark. It says LFL on the bottom. Oh, does it light? Does it does it activate? No. Or is it, oh, no, okay. Just, then yeah, they have a, they, they they have helmet ones too that that look like yeah. that. But if you, when you press it, it does the whole you know set for stun or whatever. But um, what's really really cool is that Hallmark first Hallmark has actually branched out from beyond their stores with their high-end ornaments. And they actually have, if you go into like a Walmart or Kohl's or any kind of, even even like CVS or Walgreens, you will find like smaller, you know, cheaper ornaments, uh, kind of mass-produced ones that are, that are really, really cool too. And the ornaments have gone into things like Target and Walmart where you can find all different, like shape, every, every shape and size. Yeah. So, and, um, in fact, uh, let's see. Ooh, oh. I go back going too far. Right, I need to like set up my mouse here so it doesn't. All right, there we go. All right, and go back to where I was. There's 2005. There's 2012. So it even got to the point where places like San Diego Comic Con were doing, um, you know, ornament releases that are very rare. Like uh, I think this is TC14 and R5D4, which I don't even have. I, I have most of the ornaments. Here's here's one of those less expensive. Um, Hallmark ones mm-hmm. with Vader. Is yeah, getting into the Force Awakens. So pretty cool stuff. All right, and oh, and of course, oh, Boba. this one. What's really cool about this one is that it's actually action figure sized. So you can oh, put wow. that like on like a, a like on a display next to regular action figures, like three and three quarter inch, and it works. So oh wow, so that's really cool. So, yep, just uh, a really cool thing. And then we'll talk about Kurt Adler in a minute because you got into some uh, into some other ornaments there. But Kurt Adler is known for, like, these nutcrackers and um, all sorts of different things. In fact, um, well, before we go on, let me just uh, quickly talk Hallmark a little bit. Hallmark has another thing called Itty Bitties. Mm-hmm. And this is Aww. this this was this year's itty bitty little little Grogu, uh, Santa Grogu, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, so the yeah Kurt Adler, they've done like all sorts of different things, but they're really known for the Nutcrackers. I mean, obviously, um, you know, you all know the Nutcrackers. They look like they usually look like from the ballet, not the Nutcracker. There yeah. been all sorts of different types of those. Um, I will say these are not good to actually crack a nut with. <laughs> Don't you know? They're really more just decorative, but um, really cool stuff. And then they came out with these kind of like Fabergé, like almost paper mache Fabergé kind of like statues. Here's a great one with um, Boba Fett holding his candy cane gun, delivering Han to Jabba. I just, I mean, the detail on this is so much fun. Um, there's one with uh, Santa doing a snow globe. Is that this one? Yep. Yeah, he's making, he's making, not a snow globe. He's making a snowman Death Star. <laughs> a snow death star nice no death star it's so much fun i mean if you love the, if you love the holidays then they also had some stockings mm-hmm. and i have i've got to say i've got i got a collection of about 15 stockings i don't fill them all i just but these are some things and if you go into like target or walmart or any kind of big box store during the holiday season you will uh you will definitely come across um some of this stuff, they usually have at least one stocking. And of course, this is not just Star Wars. This is like, you know, jumped into everything else that I've seen. It was a nice Chewbacca stocking. You know, Target and Walmart had mm-hmm. some uh, some really cool, like almost knit, like ugly sweater style stockings. Stuff like this. Just just a lot of fun. Yeah. Some, all right. And then you got things like I just saw this one. Uh, this year, days of socks, fifteen days of socks, so you can get different socks. Somebody, one of my students, gave me this once. They're not the best socks. <laughs> no. That they they look cute, but they're not the best socks. So, and of course, right? Oh, yes. There you go. You got to have your ugly sweater. Yes. Um, now another thing I want to talk about. I don't have this here, but in addition to this, like other companies like um, Gentle Giant, as I mentioned. Um, in fact. You know what? Can you can you entertain the audience for a minute? I can. All right, hold on one second. Ooh. All right. Well, while we're looking at that, um, that's a really cool looking little sweater. I'm not very good at this entertaining stuff, so you'll have to bear with me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Oh, there he is. He's back. Okay, so so a couple here's an example of this is one I just acquired more recently. This is a Sith Trooper uh, Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I just thought I looked at it and I said, you know what, the Sith Trooper that to me just screams Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's red, the, yeah, red, yeah. With the red, you know, it's got the red thing going here. But one of my favorites is um, you know how Gentle Giant has been doing the uh jumbo figures they released like these 12 inch or full size 12 inch versions of vintage 70s star wars figures Mm -hmm. so instead of getting vader at a three and three quarters exact same vader but 12 inch Mm -hmm. well they did the same thing with yoda and they but this time whoops yeah so what they did was they gave me a santa yoda now, the Santa Yoda is cool. It's the exact same Yoda figure that you... This is from the 80s, but he, they put a little Santa suit on him. So that's really neat. And his little hat and everything. But that's only part of it. Santa never goes anywhere without his bag. So they included this 
little little sack, right? Yeah. Gentle Giant went all out. They included inside the sack a little C3PO, like uh, they they were selling like I guess a replica helmet. So oh. they did a little C3PO mini version of that. They had a little mini version of a of a statue of Land or of, a, of Han Solo. It's like a little box. You keep reaching in the sack, and there's all these cool things, including a. This is a another kind of. I can't really tell what it is. It's like a hand Solo thing, but I think it's it's just a little like one of these. It's a miniature version of things that they've sold. Oh, cool! Here's a miniature Jabba the Hut playset. Nice. Like, oh wait, that one. Sorry. If you open it up, there's actually a little Jabba inside of it. Look at oh. it. <laughs> Right, nice. It's so cool, and well, I'm, oh. I haven't even got—I haven't even gotten to the best part yet. Um, the best one. Look at this. It's an actual. This is not a like a. This is an actual miniature, like w- like one inch, one and a half inch, Boba Fett. Oh, Star Wars action figure. So it's like a mini version of the jumbo figure. Oh, <laughs> included. It's like an actual figure. I was no. like, this is like so freaking amazing that I I, I had to share it because it's just oh, like that is cool, unbelievable what they do. So you know, again, it just shows you that the the and again and by the way, this like Yoda dressed as Santa is again based on an old greeting card that Lucasfilm sent out. So it just shows you right the kind of stuff that they do. So I think I'm. Let me see where I am now. Here, let me just. Oops, stocking. Oh, that's that's why I forgot to reset my. There we go. There's the sweater. Here's a. Oh, there's these oh. are these little stand-ups. I'm sure you've seen these in like Walmart. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Other Star Wars holiday merch. How about an inflatable Adat? I mean, you know, I've seen a few of those. I like the lights on on his back, mm-hmm. and I like the Rudolph nose there. There's some more droids to the world. I love that. My my friend has that one actually. There's another one. I'm dreaming of a droid Christmas. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. Now, and we mentioned Life Day, okay? Yeah. The thing is that up until the Mandalorian first episode, Life Day was just something that was, you know, Thought, thought of by the fans as like a thing. It's the closest thing that Star Wars ever had to a holiday like Christmas. So they just kind of would say it going in like, you know, just for fun, but only among the fans, right? right. But then we get to this scene with the Mithril, first scene where he makes the line, you know, he actually drops the line. I was hoping to get back back in time for Life Day. <laughs> and we, and in, and in the moment he said that, all of like fandom like went collective brains exploded because they're like that means that Lucasfilm is now acknowledging, acknowledging life, yes. life day yes so from, from that and then and on top of that they really doubled down the next year they had the star wars holiday special Which the logo adored oh so my cute. god it was so i watched it the first time and i liked it i yeah. watched it again this year and i loved it oh, i don't I know why it. i liked it better now but i just did. i watched it with my first time i watched it by myself I was just like, oh, check this out. And I thought it was funny. And then this year I watched it with my daughter. And Fantastic. it was so much fun watching it with her and just seeing all the 
all the different everything going on with it yeah it was just really really i mean i i gotta say i mean i i'm, I'm actually as a, as a collector i've really started pulling back on on legos just because as much as i love the legos it's just this is too much it's too much stuff and i have to kind of make space and save start you know you know easing up on the budget that kind of thing but 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 I gotta say, Lego knocks it out of the park with what with what they create. Not only in terms of physical toys and building toys, but also video games and yeah, and, and their TV shows and specials. And, yeah, and like getting getting. Um, I'm sorry, but to me, the Emperor and Vader in the and the Legos are just hilarious. Oh, I love the back and forth between. It's hysterical. Oh my god, it's fantastic. <laughs> Especially when Vader when the Emperor is being going down the uh the shaft and and having the change of heart is like wait maybe I, it's a life day miracle yes i know uh i love that yes <laughs> fantastic all right so now with the uh creation and the formation of galaxy's edge um or black spire outpost or batu uh there has been a um a, it's a surge of interest in the idea of life day taking place on batu so this photo was taken, I believe, from 2019, because when Galaxy's Edge was first open uh, in the West Coast, uh, there was a, and I mentioned this in our previous episode, uh, I, I believe a gentleman by the name of Sean Crosby, who actually came up with, um, he came up with a, an idea to have like a meetup at Galaxy's Edge on the actual life day, which is like November 17th, because that was when the episode aired. And Disney, you know, he reached out to Disney and and, the, and they allowed them to come in and they let them kind of, but there were a lot of people. And this is only a small sampling. There were like three, 400 people that were present for this. And they had to manage the crowd and do what they had, but people showing up with their red robes and their golden orbs and doing all this stuff. And so finally, you know, Disney, not to, you know, slap, you know, not to like throw down on a bad, on a, on a golden opportunity, you know, they have since started this year. They have merch. Hey, there is star Wars life day merch in the parks. You can go there now and you can get your own golden orb. You can get your own ornament. You can get t-shirts. You can get pins. You can get Chewbacca wearing a red robe and holding an orb, which I actually ordered and it's on back order. So, so don't anybody tell me <laughs> it isn't popular. Um, so family joy and harmony, so cute. All right, I mean, come on, who doesn't want a life day orb? So that's cool. So that's my my little presentation. The only other thing that um I I wanted to mention too is that we had um you know like I mentioned Hasbro released uh used to release Star Wars holiday themed action figures that were relating to those Christmas cards that are those holiday cards that I mentioned. So there was one with two Jawas like holding Christmas presents. So they made the little, they made a little thing of, uh, of that. And you can actually buy that little diorama. Um, or here's like, here's one. Um, here's like Yoda. There's a one with Yoda as a Santa, you know, like oh, you can cool. get like a little thing like that. Um, it's the star for the glare. Here's R two. Is that R two three PO one I was mentioning with the antlers? Yeah. Right. So, um, and you know, to this day, they're here. You know, the, these are the uh, 
these Black Series Holiday Trooper figures that came out last year. And I believe there's supposed to be a new set coming out this year. So the Star Wars and Holiday uh, relationship is, mm-hmm. I, I would say, a very strong one. And I see it continuing on for, for many, 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 many years. Many, many years. Yes. So as long as there's a holiday, and, and, I, and I look forward to seeing how the Life Day story unfolds in Batu, and if they're going to really try to do it up. I mean, this year was merchandise. I'm hoping that they start doing more with, like, maybe lighting up the park differently. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that invites... And, and, and I will say that a lot of times, you know, this is more of a Disney thing than a Star Wars thing, but uh, a lot of times, you know, Disney will, you know... Sh- switch things up around the holidays mainly to draw a new a crowds back for a second visit. You know, you came in the summer or you came in the spring and it was nice, but now we have it all decked out for Christmas. So come and mm. come and, and we have activities and special food offerings and all that stuff. They do it more on the West coast on Disneyland. And I think part of that is because there's so many locals that go to Disneyland because it's just a smaller park. Yeah, and people won't make their big, huge trip there because it's it's just a bigger and there's more to do in Florida. So, yeah. so the East Coast doesn't do it quite as often as the West Coast. But I'm hoping that they both pick up on it because right. it'd be kind of fun. So definitely, definitely. you know. But I, I, you know, any. So, do you have now? Here's the question for you: Do you have any Star Wars holiday themed memories from um. growing up? I I remember vaguely it being it always seemed to be on TV all the time um, around a holiday whether it be Thanksgiving or Christmas mm-hmm. um, and it was just something that you know was kind of on in the background um, nothing in particular um, as far as like me connecting like you like you did except I mean more just more recent with like oh. you said with you know. The movies coming out around Christmas, but right, um, but no, I mean, not not unfortunately, not really. You that's know, not it's just, okay. I mean, it's yeah. it's just it's just something that that happened. Now, now, I you know, as I've mentioned on um, a couple of things, I want to you know, I should probably take the time to uh, to show here is that uh, you know, in terms of uh, there's some more you know visual aids here, but. I'm sure a lot of people have seen have seen this in the stores. Yes, the advent calendar. Okay, um, advent calendars. You know, it's funny. Advent calendars have not, honestly, have not picked up in this country in the same way as they are in Europe. Hmm. Um, aside from, but, but again, you got to give it up for Lego. You know, they they basically create twenty four days and on every day you know december 1st you put, you open up one december 2nd you open up the next one it's really cute they make these little miniature versions of all of the of like an x-wing here's a here's an example of a miniature x-wing that you get you put it together you know and here's a slave one or i'm sorry a fire spray or whatever it's called these days you know and they're cute you know and then you uh can get sometimes a minifigure you know they'll do that but uh, in addition to that, there's uh, this thing that came out from Target. It's actually kind of a, it's called the Galactic Advent Calendar. It's got like little gifts like booklets and mementos, little little t- tiny, like little tiny surprises. You open it up, but like, look at this cool thing that they oh, do. Cool. 
I mean, each one of these is fun. Like they, like these longer ones down here. Spoiler alert: they're pencils. One is a. They look like lightsabers, except the blue one is blue striped, you know, like a candy cane. Right. And then there's a red one, which is also red striped, like a candy cane. Um, there's some buttons in here. There was a keychain for one of them. There was recipes. So it's really, and there was like plop, things you can do for like party planning. It's oh, cool. Really, really fun. Wow. And if you do some research, I also have a coin one. I don't want to, it's kind of at the bottom here, but. You could actually like the, each day was a, a pewter or a pewter looking coin. Here's Admiral Akbar. So these are some. Now they can be sometimes they can be expensive. Mm-hmm. Got to be careful. Um, but it is pretty cool, and it's a great way to you know show your fandom, but to show it in a in a kind of a fun festive holiday yeah. sort of way. So. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of cool stuff out there. Um, be careful. Make sure you stay within your budget. You can get Definitely. expensive. Yes. You know, but you can always pick and choose. But yeah, I know people that um, will buy like not just Star Wars, but just they'll buy 10 different advent calendars from de- 10 different types of things and then open them all up every day. So it's like every day leading up to the 25th is kind of fun. you know. And I actually got my wife a few you know, non-Star Wars related uh, other types of advent calendars and which is nice because we don't we don't exchange pretty much really I don't know about you guys but with with a, without our child here anymore we don't really exchange gifts anymore mm-hmm. we will be, be more more most of the reason is because we travel down to Florida so right. we just go down and we see our you know we see our daughter and we all you know kind of pay use all, all the money to pay for getting down there yeah and and stuff but we do pick up a few little things with the with the advent calendar which makes just leading up to it kind of fun so oh, that's cool yeah but um. Yeah, it's not. It's it's nice to see, but I, I always thought there was a, a nice little history between yeah, the two, definitely. between the franchise, and not just Star Wars. I mean, I think any any franchise could, you know, like I said, Hallmark. I mean, they they have been they've been, you know, partnering up with everything from Looney Tunes to Muppets mm. to Disney. In fact, I think Hallmark and Disney. I think Hallmark might have been Disney's first licensee. I think hmm. back in like the '30s. I think they either. They did something. I, I I forget what it was, but I do think it was the guy who like James Hall, whoever was whoever like ran Hallmark, yeah, owned it. Um, made his first handshake deal with Disney to promote to put characters on the greeting cards or something like that. So, hmm. ah, so Pretty. Pretty cool. so there you go. So our, yeah, you know, definitely. I I hope that we gave we could put everybody in the holiday spirit as we are now. Definitely. Going to be taking a hiatus. For we a- are. We are. We will be. Uh, this will be our last show until after the New Year's. We'll be back uh, December fifth or sixth, um, the first first Wednesday after the New Year. We will be back where we will be reviewing the probably the first two episodes of Book of Boba Fett. Um, Did not wait. No, oh, me either. Me either. Got. I am looking forward to it. Uh, um, got a couple more episodes of Hawkeye. Yep. And then we'll probably go straight into Book of Boba Fett, which I am very, very, very excited I, about. I've been enjoying all the little teasers and just getting a tiny bit more, mm-hmm. tiny little snippets. So very definitely, excited. Definitely, definitely, definitely. 
All right. Well, as we wrap up here, uh, Will, why don't you tell the fine folks out there in internet land where they can find you at? Hey, you can always find me on YouTube at Darth Tuba Star Wars Unboxing Show and uh, Instagram and Twitter at Darth Tuba. Darth Tuba's Star Wars Unboxing page on Facebook. And you can just email me, DarthTuba77 at gmail.com. And uh, I will be making some um, more each day on Instagram, I've been unboxing those advent calendars, and uh, we'll be doing that right up through Christmas Day, or through Christmas Eve, rather. And then uh, I should get, I might get a live stream going down in uh, Batu over the over the Christmas break, if I can get in there. And if, uh, uh, <laughs> if we can get in there, and if we can, uh, you know, get a signal, and all, a, lot, a lot of ifs, but we're going to try to do right, that. Yeah, a lot if of not, we'll... Uh, We'll record something and, and get it up on the channel for that. So definitely, that's where you can find me. All right, cool. Uh, as for us right here, if you want to email us, you can email us at waroftheStars1 at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle, at waroftheStars1. Uh, check us out there. We uh, have a lot of fun there. Uh, we are, of course, a proud member of the Red 5 Network, uh, www.red5network.com. Um, a lot of fun guys over there. They got a lot of cool, um, cool podcast and cool, cool people over there. Uh, so give all the shows over there. Definitely listen. Uh, that, oh, merch. We definitely yes. got merch. Uh, check out our merch store. The link is on our Twitter homepage. Um, and also patreon.com forward slash war of the stars if you are not able to catch us live you can check us out pretty much anywhere that podcasts are heard uh twitch or spotify google google podcast apple podcast you name it we are there uh that will about do it for us as always before we get going first of all uh wish everyone out there a very merry christmas happy holidays uh, have a happy new year. Stay safe. And as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. May the Force be with you. Happy Life Day and Merry Christmas. Till the spires, everyone. <laughs>